0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: Low ride. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Kevin and Chuck. Today, well, we're going to talk about bug-out trailers, um, bugging out, but not so much your bug-out location as much as how to prepare to be ready if you have to evacuate. Right. That's more the plan for today. So a while back, we were talking about long-term survival, Um, how really after the initial month or you know whatever time that you're living off your stores and whatever eventually we i see people kind of grouping together Mm -hmm. to really survive yeah um you kind of need to establish colonies and things like that you're the rare guy if you got the lake and the cabin in the middle of nowhere that's too far for anybody to hike to and whatever um eventually you might have to move on now I want to talk about, like, what kind of supplies you might want for that initial, like, not your first staying in, Mm -hmm. but when you head out to go join the community, you know? Right. How do you be ready for that? Ready to move, whatever? Now, obviously, if you're one of these EMP preppers, you're going to need to plan some kind of vehicle or maybe vehicle and trailer that can do, you know, EMP travel. Right. And this could be, you know, your four wheeler with a big trailer, or maybe you have your eighties pickup or whatever, and you're going to go that way. You know, your old Jeep, who knows, but you have some kind of way to do it. So we're going to talk about how to, what you need to prepare, how to store it, what to do and how to be ready for, you know, whatever that world brings. And it doesn't need to be that you're joining a community, but it's, Overall, preparing to bug out and you know leave your compound. Now, if you're the guy who's got the big farm and you're like, yeah, everybody's going to be coming here, well, you know what? This is just the episode you can share with your friends or the ideas that you could take to them because maybe you're never bugging out. Mm-hmm. Now, you might have the little, you know, oh, well, we may be overrun, but you know, who knows? So let's kind of jump into it. So initially what uh i guess what type of vehicles or how would you you plan that how would you get away like trailers there's a lot of trailers out there
2: yeah i think trailers is the easiest uh least expensive solution
1: and i think you can kind of be innocuous mm-hmm. um where you have a trailer people don't need to know it's loaded with supplies right. you know you don't need to put like the big sign on the side that says like prepper one Mm-hmm. I mean you know mine actually has The big circle with the green And the skull and <laughs> the thing And it says prepping badass Yeah. So when I roll into town people are like People know people know." But I mean you know other people You might want something more low key Like right. you want it to kind of look A little run down in the yard And not be like hey That's the shiny new You know ready to go trailer right
2: Yeah yeah I think uh, a lot of the the uh trailers that i think of when i think of uh, bugging out you know mm-hmm. something that you can really load up um a lot of the uh um uh, carpenters and and different uh contractors have the have the job trailers that they take yeah, with yeah like them, a utility trailer or yeah. dump trailer even mm-hmm.
1: oh you mean like the yeah
2: yeah the enclosed the enclosed. enclosed trailer you store all your tools and things like that in there um you know, but there is a lot of options.
1: So I think I, I was calling those a utility trailer, mm-hmm. and I looked. You can get um, something in the neighborhood of um, twelve by six, so not that big, but brand new. Mm-hmm. Like go to a lot and pick it out. Um, twelve by six closed in trailers about twenty four hundred bucks new.
2: That's not too bad. So it that's wasn't too bad, I and thought. I saw
1: them all over. I actually, it was cheaper than I thought. Mm-hmm. I really thought it was going to be ugly. Yeah, and that's
2: a pretty good size, honestly.
1: Yeah, I put in um, uh, Craigslist. I was searching. I was seeing them for six hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw one actually a twenty sixteen, fourteen foot equipment trailer with a fold down gate that you can drive up your zero turn or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this thing had like four foot sides. But it wasn't covered. Okay, okay. eight hundred bucks, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, you know that's and it held uh, seven thousand pounds. It said
2: right, so that's, right. that's you pretty can good. get
1: a trailer for not that much. And I saw a lot of like two hundred and fifty dollar pieces of crap and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I would be a little reluctant where I would go more the five to eight hundred neighborhood mm-hmm. over the $250, two fifty four hundred neighborhood because I think. I don't want to get stuck. I don't want to plan everything, have all these awesome supplies, mm-hmm. and then if the wheel fall off when I go. Now, go
2: to pick it. Go to when you take go to take, take off. off.
1: Now, obviously, if you're a smart guy and you can inspect the trailer and and see how sturdy it is, and you see a brand new show trailer, and the guy only wants two fifty, I'm not saying don't buy it because it's two fifty. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying don't buy a piece of crap right to save a couple bucks. Mhm. That's all. Um also there's uh like animal cattle trailers, like you know, livestock, right?
2: Right. Right. Now I I'd, I'd prefer the uh the closed trailer. Um one for the the sake that it's people aren't going to be able to see what you're carrying around yes. in there. And two, they come prepared to be locked up and closed up.
1: Prepared to be locked up and I think you can have the, where you're storing everything in there forever and not worrying about it getting damaged by the weather and shit mm-hmm. like that. You know, if you have your regular trailer and it's all tarped up, yeah, that's great for the move. Right. But two years of tarps, that's not going to end well for your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's something to think about. Now, they make a lot of, like, prepper trailers i looked into that and they're like you know like 15 20 grand whatever like patriot trailer and shit like that um whatever it has a place if you got money and whatever you're not really pulling off the discreet but i guess i mean even if you keep it in a garage undercover when you go to roll out you're still a target you know I mean obviously I'm thinking a month after the end of the world if you're Everybody's driving a with target. a trailer yeah. you're a target you know whether it's badass or not and I guess if it's badass and you can turn off the road with your Hummer and your tough trailer mm-hmm. that might be cool they also sell a lot of like in between like camping trailers mm-hmm. um I've seen some really cool ones and and neat stuff with that or you could do like an overall camper you know, like a, the old, you know, RVs or whatever. Right. Could be a full-on RV where that's your vehicle. Hmm. Um. If you're not worried about an EMP or if it's old enough that it's right. an old carburetor bad boy. Mm-hmm. And,
2: you know, they have a lot of storage space in those things, you know, especially if you're not living in it while you're moving it, you know? Right. You can pack a lot in there. A lot. Um. The only issue is uh, with those those RVs is... uh. You know, gas mileage, they have big tanks. Mm. You can fill it up. As long as you can fill it up, you can get, you yeah. know, get where you need to go. It's just and, something to keep in mind.
1: You know, think about stable and think about, you know, how I, you know stable to keep preserve your gas. But you still really want to drain that tank down almost once a year. Right. I mean, once a year you're going to be all right if you're buying non-ethanol, you know, something nice. But still, you don't want to go too long and let it get away from you right right um i know that's always a concern you know, when you and, and my generator or whatever you know is
2: yeah and it has the benefit of um of you know being a, a mobile shelter you know you've got your house set up you know you can do your cooking and uh you know on the road and um <laughs> excuse me you can do your cooking on the road you can pull over you can sleep in it right. it's not a big deal um, so it gives you a lot of, uh, versatility. A might be a
1: little tough to hide, but then again, man, if you can just drive your house to where you want to go and add it to your buddy's farm. Right. I mean, you know, you're, you don't need to hide when you're on the farm. Cause
2: right. You're it, there. You're
1: there. It's, it's a farm, you know, people mm-hmm. are going to want to take it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, so that's something to keep in mind. Another way, if you're, you're like, Oh, well, and honestly, I've seen drivable RVs that are pretty decent for about six grand.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: They don't have to be the hundred grand that right. they are on the showroom. The big you
2: know? deluxe, fold uh, out. Yep.
1: Whatever. And a lot of them are set up with solar. You could probably figure out a way to you know make it a little EMP proof, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, another option that I always see super cheap here is if your bug out vehicle is your '80s pickup or late '70s pickup. Um, they have those camper caps. Those things are everywhere for sale for f- like free. Yeah, you know, like free or two fifty. Yeah, I drive
2: past one every day. That's yeah, me too. Just leaning against a tree that says free on it. Yeah, In free, duct tape. I go buy wrote, one that's yep.
1: two hundred bucks, but it really should be free. Uh huh. When I look at it, but you know those are out there, and if you're willing to pay fifteen hundred bucks or something, you can get something right. pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Apparently, people are buying campers and RVs all the time. And then realize it's a big mistake and it's just an eyesore in the yard, and that it's so much better to just stay at a hotel. And if you had that hundred grand that you spent on the RV to buy hotel rooms,
2: yeah, you, I think, uh, most people be, uh, better off buying used when it comes to those sorts of things because it is there is a lot of regret with people that buy those. Same thing with boats, you know, yeah, you can get a cheap boat,
1: you can get a cheap boat, Mm -hmm. um. So that's you know definitely something to be aware of when you're spending your money. But there's a lot of things. And then there's also the military tough. You see all the old uh, military ones. They tow with the Hummers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I see those not too expensive. And I see them for sale quite a bit. Yeah. At least once a year. And I'm not searching Craigslist for it. I just see it. And maybe, dare to dream, you're going to spend seven, eight grand and just buy a freaking deuce and a half.
2: That's right. There you go.
1: You know, I get excited about those. Yeah. So, all right. I mean, you know, those are the kind of options you have. Also, if you're like, well, you know, I need my car for my daily driver and I'd rather spend my money on bullets and extra preps or whatever. I don't have money for an extra vehicle. At least have your stuff organized in one room, Mm. even if it's a shed or it's a extra bedroom, a utility room. Have all your shit together, mm-hmm. so you know where it is, and you're not searching when things are stressful. Yeah, and you know, have a plan.
2: Yeah, I have three, uh, three big Rubbermaid um, bins that I have. You know, one's one's food, uh, two are supplies, one's cook cookware, and one's supplies. And um, I tell you what, man, it makes things easy.
1: Now I have to point out. Kevin's a bushcraft expert. So he may require less equipment than some of you guys.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm not real big on if you're uh, not prepper yeah.
1: level nine, you might need more than three Tupperware. Oh, I yeah, I've got it scaled down pretty good, man. To, yep. But Kevin's honed his craft. <laughs> you know, after right. however long we've been doing this podcast, three, four mm-hmm. years, yeah. he's really mastered
2: well, you know, I think I've gone gone a long way from being a bug out to a bug in type of guy. Yeah. You know, just doing this podcast and thinking about it all the time and living on this property. Everything I do, I you know, try and make make the house a little bit more secure more and safer secure and more and sustainable. Sustainable. And uh you know, it'd be a shame to to head out of here and head up to some place that I I don't really have prepared properly, you know. Yes.
1: No, I understand that. Now, so let's talk about these things that we might stockpile. Um, what kind of things? First, well, I want to talk about what I'd put in like a vehicle. Yeah. Um, now,
2: what you want to keep in mind though is is what are you bugging out from? What are you taking off from? You know, what are the natural disasters that are likely to hit you? You know, that sort of thing is, is something is to keep of a in long mind.
1: Term that we're planning, for. right? Like you're probably not planning on coming back. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying like you know we're not talking about the save the jewelry, the birth certificates, the Mm -hmm. you know that that's another show. It has a place, right? But that's just not what I'm talking about.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Is that all right? All right. I don't want to upset. No, that sounds good. I want to frame it. Mm -hmm. All right. So first, I would say things I'd want in my bug out kind of vehicle, but these aren't in my vehicle every day, okay? Right. So it's not like you know. Well, I have supplies in case I get stuck on the you know whatever. But these are things, thing, and I do have some of these things. Um, I would think you want uh, fuel cans. Yeah, yeah. And,
2: Five gallon fuel cans are uh, any kind of fuel cans are crazy expensive when you when you need them. When yeah. your car ran out of gas down the road, and you have to go to a gas station and buy them. It's better to, you know, get them ahead of time and have them, All have them set now, aside. Now, they're a nice they're yard just sale empty. item, yep.
1: and they do go on sale at places, and honestly, if you can get them at Walmart or whatever, they're not really that expensive and right. easy. When right. You're going to spend $30 planning.
2: on a one-gallon can at the gas station. Yeah. But.
1: All yeah. right. So fuel cans. Um, Harbor Freight, how about a siphon pump? mm Yep. Um, now, cars do have some kind of – some of the newer ones, anti-siphon mm-hmm. setups. Right. But uh, either way, if you have a siphon pump, you're ahead of the game. And you can go on YouTube and they're how not to expensive. defeat those and how to figure that Man. out and how to do stuff. I mean, really, if you just put a hole in the top of the tank, but you're climbing under the car, it's pain in the ass and whatever. You'll figure it out because most gas tanks are plastic now. So. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to put a hole in it without sparking and blowing up and whatever, but that's another episode. Don't don't get worked up on me, right? All right, and don't siphon people's gas. Oh,
2: what? <laughs> not unless you got to.
1: Well, I was saying after an EMP, and there's just cars. Just all Just cars
2: there. sitting around, right?
1: It's like a buffet.
2: <laughs> there you go.
1: Those cars aren't going to work again, mm-hmm. unless you go subscribe to the theory of all the cars will just turn off. And you have to turn it on again, like we talked about. Now in the I know podcast. I'm,
2: I know I'm breaking etiquette here by that saying theory? that I believe that that's going to be that's the case. the case. I think most of your radio cars just might need to not be turned work, off, but and my turned car's going to be
1: fine. Yeah. Okay. So you know, either way, we did do some research, and they kind of said, well, after we tested it, they all kind of worked. Mm-hmm. But who knows? So anyway, um, toe straps. Yes, stuff definitely. on the road they could just come in handy so many ways mm-hmm. um a chainsaw, yeah, chainsaw for debris in the road, and then it's obviously gonna pay off huge in your final destination mm-hmm. um so a chainsaw is a win, jumper cables, which you always should have in your car anyway um trailer hitch is a nice bug out vehicle option.
2: I want to just back up real quick Uh-oh. about the uh chainsaws. Yes. Um, we're bringing gasoline with us. Um, maybe, maybe the oil mix. Maybe some uh, gas treatments for and you um, guys. Have
1: heard me say synthetic, synthetic, synthetic for your uh, oil for your two stroke. You know your small engines. Right. So right. Something to think about just
2: there. A, just a, if you're gonna bring a chainsaw with you. And you only have one full tank in that chainsaw. It's not going to be very useful to you. No, it's not. You'd be better off with a um, hatchet.
1: But if you had five gallons and a little one gallon can that you can right. keep adding mix, chainsaws go a little bit. Yep. But if you're building a little log cabin home or your fence,
2: mm-hmm. you're going
1: to need a little bit of gas. That's right. Or you better work out those biceps. I mean, that's, that's right. Kevin's straight again. Get that's that why I only needs three. Get that bins. X going. Mm-hmm. I actually, my my, uh, my wife actually got me for our wedding anniversary, a hatchet. Nice. She's like, you know, every man should really have a hatchet, and I feel like you don't. Mm. And I'm like, well, that's true. And she's like, it's one piece, and look at the leather handle, yep. and I got you oil for the handle. And so I'm just saying, you ladies, you're thinking, what do I get my guy? Maybe that's now, your I answer right I have to right tell there.
2: you something. In my Rubbermaid bins... There's a hatchet? There is no hatchet. I took <gasps> it out.
1: Oh, Kevin. it's a
2: waste of energy. I kept keep the uh, saw jungle primitive, and, uh, uh, jungle primitive and jungle foot long
1: handsaw. I gotta say, a bow saw is huge mm-hmm. when you really want to cut stuff and right. not run out of gas. And mm-hmm. yeah, I do have some great axes and some great sharpening equipment. Yeah, that I can I can knock down twenty trees in a half hour anyway. Because, you know, just think Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan. You guys probably aren't old (laughs) enough because nobody's that old. But when Paul Bunyan, like, cleared America, Mm -hmm. that's what it looks like when I'm out there with the axe.
2: That's where the Great Plains came from. You know, the stuff streaking Yeah,
1: exactly. Now you're getting it. So, all right. So back to our vehicle. Trailer hitch, brush guard. They seem to push that manual shift is a... Plus I didn't really see why that was that much better, but
2: Yeah, I don't I don't I mean, know I mean I don't the, see
1: that as like the oh I gotta get this when it's manual. Right. I don't, you don't know You should that know that's how the the to drive a manual chef vehicle or you're dumb. Right. But you know.
2: Um now uh when it comes to the hitches, um if you guys don't aren't familiar with this, you need to equate yourself a little bit with the uh uh the electrical connections, how to hitch your hitch. How to hang the chains um, Make sure you get the right size hitch Because there's different sizes now, For different different pieces of equipment There is
1: a lesson I learned I think I actually mentioned it But it was years ago And this episode's not there anymore mm. But If you leave your thing in there The, the ball and the whole setup uh-huh. They'll like rust right in place yeah, and then it's done, and then good. you're fucked. I mean, maybe if you lube that shit up and uh-huh. then put it in and leave it, you might be all right. Mm-hmm. But if you just leave it there forever, I'm always like, why do people take it off? That's just yeah. dumb. You're not ready. Well, maybe because it's going to rust in place, and now you're screwed. And now you—that's the only one out. you've got. That's the only size. That's your option. It also makes it makes a, a thing. good.
2: Uh, it's a good way to protect your bumper.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You People, know, I had a guy rear end me once, uh-huh. and freaking that hitch just went right through his grill, <laughs> and it didn't do shit to my truck, you uh-huh. know, and and then he drove away. He rear ended me and then just backed up and spun away like I was gonna be mad at him. And oh. I get out and I looked and I was like, "All right, <laughs> whatever. People are strange. Maybe he um, didn't have insurance. Yeah, I don't know." Um, he probably saw ice, ice was coming, right? Mm-hmm. Um, older vehicles can be easier to repair, but should be well-maintained. Yeah, and I think that's
2: a, there's a trade-off when it comes to that. right? There really is. Uh, if you have a, a brand-new pickup truck, you're not going to have to worry about that. Right. You're not going to have to worry about anything breaking down and
1: fixing Except things. for the EMP. Now, Kevin will be able to drive your truck. But the rest of us, you'd just be dead <laughs> on the side of the road. Right. I um, have mystical EMP powers. Four four wheel drive <laughs> is always nice. Right. You you decide on that because really your area it does matter. Mm-hmm. Um. But still, mud, whatever. You might need to go off road. Who knows? Um. Mileage. Um. How if you can get something with lower mileage, it. Does kind of help on the wear and tear. Right. You probably don't want to buy something up in the Northeast like me and Kevin might have. Right. Because they might be rusty piles of crap.
2: Get your old pickup trucks from Arizona.
1: Yeah, turns out. Because you see pickup trucks that are more than 10 years old here. And like things, big rust chunks are yeah. falling off as we drive yeah. down the road. Pieces hood. of the body are just falling off the you car. Know, it's not quite. I I go and I, I get like a yard of dirt and mm-hmm. they drop it in the back of the truck and I just hear like crack and big rust chunks <laughs> drop out the bottom. There's a trail of dirt and from, I'm like, from just keep filling. Don't worry about it. And then they're like, put. I think you might have a problem. And I'm like, just dump it in. I'm heading out. Yep. That's the deal there. Now one thing I've been looking at
2: uh, right. with my vehicle. I just got a new uh well, new for me, a new Jeep.
1: And Kevin's um, a Jeep guy now. He's you guys might want him to be in your club.
2: <laughs> I'm good. I'm I'm club free You're right club now. Club free. Trying to keep it that way. No club, um, no wolf. But on, on any vehicle, uh you know, SUV wise, um, think about getting uh roof racks. Yeah. Um they're not expensive. You can get in there and get everything set up for less than 100 bucks, and it can really add a lot of lot of moving space to your vehicle. Um, brush guards, I like the way they look. But really, I mean, unless you're planning on ramming people out of the way. I was. Well, all right. Then, I mean, they're worthwhile. They're worthwhile. <laughs> they're, they'll protect your grill and your headlights, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that's it's something to keep in mind, but it's a— uh, You know, it's a little pricey
1: Yes You know Oh yeah, I I wouldn't really dump money into, you know Spending two grand on whatever I'd rather see you buy more long-term food storage or something like that Right You're just tossing money But if you can weld something up, it's kind of cool You know, whatever You want to bolt that big four by four on the front And, you know, you have options
2: Yeah, when I was living down in Tennessee, I, uh Remember driving behind a guy that didn't have a bumper, but he did have a log bolted onto he his car, so that's something.
1: You know, that, that's how you set yourself apart, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, so now we're at the moment. This is like the climactic moment. This is when you're- This is it. Yes. All right. So what do you put in that trailer? That's a good
2: question. You've got so much space now.
1: You're like- Six foot by 12 hey, foot. Bug out bag? Yeah, but no, we got. we can load some crap up. Mm-hmm. so obviously long-term food storage now you want the stuff in your house but it'd be cool if you had more unless you're planning on bugging out right away then mm. you might have it you know all in your trailer or whatever you know it really depends on your plan um long-term fu- food storage also fuel like we mentioned yeah um now stove propane stove or if you have you know some kind of way that you're gonna be able to cook. Um, I would definitely have some kind of metal grates. You know, they sell it like uh gander and, and those kind right. of places. The big ones that you set over the fire that are big iron that you do, you know, your fire cooking and it's easy. Something like that, this is the place for it. You're not putting those giant grates in your bug out bag. Right, but it's
2: great. But in they're the great in the mm-hmm. trailer. And those things come in handy now,
1: often. Pots, pans all your cooking equipment, maybe cooking oil, maybe a lot of seasoning, yep, that kind of stuff. That's going to be. This is the place for it. Now is the time. Right. You're like, oh, but what about the better? I wish I had. Um, maybe some big ass. Yeah. Now I've toilet got paper.
2: Yeah, I've got an entire not cooking, big square cooking set.
1: Big containers. Of <laughs> toilet paper. Okay. I've got Tell an entire cooking set. pot set. Yes uh,
2: Set up And basically all I did was uh, Buy a new set for the house And move the stuff in the house Out into the bag Out into the box
1: outside Done stamp, right? Yep So, stuff like that um, Any kind of utensils you might require Cups, bowls, whatever mm-hmm. That kind of crap um, Yeah, that's definitely something you want to consider
2: Rolls and rolls of aluminum foil Yeah your foil cooker. That's right.
1: We did actually we were out campfire night the other night at the house and uh and the old lady, you know, did the potatoes and the carrots and the whatever. Mm-hmm. Loaded it up in the foil and excellent as always. Yeah, last you know? summer I cooked a uh, a pork loin in in the fire. But this is this is definitely something you want to consider. You know, on your seasoning and all that stuff. Um I was going to say with the toilet paper Make sure it's in Tupperware because mice and shit will get in there. Yeah, and and it'll get
2: damp and soggy and stick to each other. You got to
1: have sealed Tupperware. And I always hear, I actually heard a podcast, I mentioned this a long time ago, where a guy's like, you're ridiculous to store toilet paper because mice are going to get in there and make such a mess and blah, blah, blah. And you know what? I'd rather take my chances that it might be there and good Mm. than it not. Right? You know, because Really? Yeah, really, come on.
3: Mm-hmm. All right,
1: now you know what I'm talking about. Um, me, you know with my preps, I always talk about uh having uh, antibiotics.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I I actually uh, bought a lot of ladies at my compound. Um, have uh like the little menstrual cup thing, whatever. Yeah, that we did talk you get about. that? I think I bought one and threw oh, it in three. Oh no. And more than one actually oh, A few no. cover everything I don't have to hear about it yeah. um, Cause I'm just gonna throw it at him And run away Yeah, that's. I mean that's... that's
2: the wise decision
1: Alright um, Now fishing and hunting supplies This might be something for your trailer um, Not having to Use a stick and a string Or something Having a nice fishing rod and some right.
2: lures Something you can cast out there that, And really get out the water That might be
1: nice you know mm-hmm. Um Bullets, bullets, and then you could even put some bullets in there. All right, all right. So guns, throw some in with the toilet paper. Guns, There's that hole. There's that, that hollow tube in the middle. Guns and bullets. Throw some extra in there. All right, load it up. Um, now this, as opposed to your bug out bag, maybe more serious uh, first aid kit.
2: Yeah. If you yeah, want to spend that take money, that they serious. have like
1: that four hundred dollar like hospital kit. Mm-hmm. and there's happy generations anywhere in between mm-hmm. you know um one of the things i did i do not have the big 400 dollar hospital kit but i bet you i have 400 dollars in medical supplies i've built up over the years but um one of the things i did is i bought like three of those uh they sell cadaver surgery kits for like med students okay and they're like 15 20 bucks all right but it comes with clean sealed blades for like scalpels and stuff mm-hmm. and has you know your little tools but the idea is clean and sterile so you could kind of use a new one each time and then maybe you get the chance to boil yeah. it and straighten if it, it out if it's you and me whatever. in the
2: end of the world and you've got one of those survival kits and your appendix ruptures you're probably gonna die anyway <laughs> you're dying yeah <laughs> i, I know,
1: but what if i'm just picking that bullet that just grazed your arm
2: mm-hmm yeah
1: you might live. It might be all right. What if I'm cutting the dead tissue away after the guy stabbed you with the rusty knife and I have the antibiotics? Oh, that son of a bitch. You know, he was like cleaning a deer and then he stabbed And then, you then and he's he like, me. yeah, motherfucker. Yep. And you're like, uh, now I'm going to die. <laughs> so you're going to be thanking me. Now, here's the upside that's in my bug out trailer that may not be in yours. What's up? Southern Comfort. Ooh. Now maybe maybe it's Jack Daniels, maybe it's whatever. Now these are both trade items mm-hmm. and just nice to have.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I I tell you what, I think that my my stock of whiskey has run dangerously low. Ooh. I had to dip into it the other day.
1: You cracked it, huh? Yeah. Now I find that having extra bottles of Southern Comfort around really pay off with the wife because she's like, you went through, and I'm like, no. Half a bottle. Yeah, still half a bottle. She Always keep be like, a half bottle. And I'm like, nope, I don't think so. <laughs> Always keep a half no, she bottle. She doesn't around. know that I bought three uh, when I went to the store. Yeah. yeah
2: and no, and see, what I do
1: is I put one in the front, and then the rest I bury behind the other. Yeah. Shit. See, I've got the opposite problem.
3: Oh, yeah?
2: My wife drinks it all on me.
1: <laughs>
2: Again, you got to bury it behind yeah, the other box. you got to hide it.
1: So they're like, oh, Rumpelman, son. Uh, yeah. And, and they move goes on. That. Right. And they move on. So that's something to consider. Coffee. Yeah. This is where you can stock up. This is where, you know, you go to Sam's Club and they have like the Folgers in the plastic. Now, I started buying the Folgers. And then one day as a prepper, I ran out of coffee but I had my Folgers down in the basement. Right. I went down, cracked it open, made the coffee, and I was like, holy shit, the end of the world is going to be horrible. <laughs> I don't even know if oh, I want to survive. Man. And then, so maybe like chock full of nuts at Sam's Club. They have yeah, some better man. options. No, I- Folgers uh, might not be the winner. Yeah. Um, it was not the I best prefer, part wake it up <laughs> is what I'm telling you.
2: I prefer awful co- coffee, honestly. Do you? But- um, you know. Well, I'm gonna hook you up
1: with some Folgers. Oh.
2: There's a uh, instant coffee is really great when you're on the move for stuff like this. Okay. Uh, I always keep keep a big container of instant coffee, and I always keep a bunch of little packets in my my bug out bag. Yes. Just uh, you know, as a as an aside, they have the single serving, and I keep it in my bug out bag, five or ten of them, just to just to be safe. But coffee to me is a uh, that's a necessity. You know. I hear you. So that's Do you know
1: a, I have one of those you guys probably seen uh, what the hell is it uh, zero fox or whatever ads you see all over to Facebook or whatever they they have like coffee mugs and shirts and all this shit. right maybe it's I don't know so anyway I get this somebody bought me a nice coffee mug that says hate and discontent on it mm-hmm. and I'm pretty happy and I'm drinking it. And so it's funny because my wife bought a coffee cup, and it's got a heart, and it just says love. And she has that one, and I have my hate and discontent, and we sit out there and drink our coffee. Nice. It's just a nice time together, you know? Pleasant Pleasant. time together. Right. So I come home today, and there's a freaking, like, one-inch chip and a big notch out of my $30 coffee mug that somebody got me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And the kid's like... Oh, yeah, (laughs) I dropped a platter on that, and I saw chips go, but the platter looked okay, so I thought Uh, I was good. (laughs) And I was like, and, dude, I was the best parent ever because I was like, well, I appreciate you taking care of things. Now, mind you, this is a 21-year-old. We're not talking about the 4-year-old or something. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate you helping out and putting dishes away, and it's just a cup. But secretly inside, I was like, what the
2: fuck? Burning with rage. What
1: the fuck? Hate and discontent <laughs> was inside. Uh, so I am a little concerned about that. We're going to have to look into a replacement.
2: A replacement daughter?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now you're understanding where I'm at. All right. right so there's that. All right. But we're back on point here. Um, next thing, I don't even know where I was going. But next on my list here, I have Seeds.
2: Right. That's a, that's a we, good we idea. We talk
1: about that. Yep. Um, you know, not non GMO, we talk about that. Now gardening tools. Mm-hmm. All kinds of hoes and things that can make your life a lot easier. Yeah. Um, I actually have an episode I'm gonna try and drop later this week that's a classic that's uh tools mm-hmm. that you might want to have. And I go deep into right. gardening tools, things like that. A good axe, a quality axe is something huge. Um in the other episode we tell you how to take care of it, different things. All that stuff you may want to add to this trailer. You're taking care of supplies. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to drop it maybe Wednesday. Something like that will come out. All right. Um, Next, uh, bicycles.
2: That's a good idea.
1: Um, Maybe even a dirt bike or something. four-wheeler, whatever, mm-hmm. if you can kind of, you know, depending on your trailer size. I'm right. not saying leave the food out so you can fit the four-wheeler in. I'm saying you buy a big enough trailer, Maybe you can have it all. Mhm. You know.
2: Yeah, bicycles are great. They never run out of gas. Yes. Uh keep in mind that you might want to get an extra a couple extra tire tubes. Yes. And uh you're you should be set for a long time.
1: Long time and you can make great, you know, traction, uh speed, moving, mm-hmm. whatever, clear distance. Quiet. Quiet, stealth. Mm-hmm. Maybe your archery supplies in there. Just saying, stealth. Right. Um now boats. You live in the right location, having a uh, little john boat or whatever, you know, your little fishing boat in mm-hmm. there, wouldn't be wrong. A lot of those you can throw on the roof, not look too conspicuous, yep. and that might pay off. Mm-hmm. That, you know, shit, if it's a roof of a temporary shelter, it might be something, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's a canoe.
2: A couple of years ago, I was up, uh way up in the mountains, hiking in New Hampshire, and uh hiked up to a lake up there. Okay. And uh there's his husband and wife and um they had a uh they had carried up a um just one of those big inflatable rafts and uh blown it up and we're just sitting out in the middle of the lake getting getting sauced and uh and they were fishing. cooler
1: than you weren't they that's right. That's right. Yep. Um all right, couple more things. Uh locks and chains. Mm-hmm. Might be cool.
2: That's a big uh that's a big one. For me. I mean uh Ten padlocks and uh you know twenty feet of chain.
1: Now and this go a is long all serious way. weight, but if you're in a trailer, right, no problem, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Just don't forget the bulk cutters.
1: Excellent. Now, there's a couple other things. Um, again, if you're rebuilding society and you're going to the new place, either well drilling equipment, um, and there's a lot of stuff for do-it-yourself home wells that you can do that are pretty reasonably easy cool if you check it out first right driven wells uh, yeah driven yeah, wells of- and you cannot uh, i saw a guy had like a post hole digger and then had like the spiral hole the digger auger. that an auger and he just kept adding pipe to it and twisting the auger going deep and he actually dropped in like four inch plastic pvc cased it and then dropped it in. So definitely like a wellhead might be a great way to go. If you're not willing to figure that out, maybe uh, just some water purification stuff. Um, I mean, bleach is cool, but it's not going to last. I mean, you know, in, if you're storing right. it like that. Right. You know, we've talked about keeping bleach on hand, and that's a great prepper thing. We're not denoting that. But to store in your trailer, you have time to prepare. Right. You really and, should kind of.
2: Heat Heat is the enemy of bleach. It'll yeah. just tear it right up.
1: Yeah, you're just gonna get into trouble. Um, so all your well drilling stuff, and I actually shared a video on the Badass Group the other day on drilling your own well. Um, plus, we actually did an episode. Maybe I'll be re-releasing that in the next couple of weeks if uh, I haven't. If it's not available, I have, we'll have to check. Check the archives.
2: Yeah. Um, now, another thing to yeah. keep in mind, though, um, those chlorine tablets you get for your pools, love them. Yeah, they last for a long time
1: And again, I mean, it's like 13 bucks for the 5-gallon bucket of concentrate, whatever, crap mm-hmm. for your chlorine I don't know, that you buy for the pools?
2: Yeah, I think it's a little bit more than that, but yeah
1: No, nah, well, if you trade in the container, no? I think that's about what I was paying, yeah. like 13 bucks. Okay And I was, you know, swapping them out, mm-hmm. you know, whatever Doesn't matter, you go to the pool guy for that uh, Solar panels that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. You want a solar setup? Yeah, this it's a
2: lot of weight, lot and of it's weight. not something you would normally bring with you. But if you've got the space for it in your trailer, it's a great. You can get some decent setups for for a few hundred bucks. And
1: loop batteries, um, optics. Uh, you know, anything you have for your kind of solar stuff. A lot of flashlights that work with the end loop batteries. That kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, nails, screws, and drills. Mm-hmm. That might be something to consider. Um, plumbing supplies. Now, I was thinking about that. Uh, d- it depends how long you're storing this, but you can buy a big coil of uh, PEX mm-hmm. and, you know, some couple bags of fittings for not that much money. If you have the tool in your day-to-day life, you can just make sure you add that to the trailer because the tool's like 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you got the money to just leave the tool in there and have a duplicate, even Great. better. But having a little plumbing stuff you can work out pretty easy on demand in your new location might be pretty cool right so i don't know that's about what i got in there
2: that sounds pretty good man
1: i mean you know it's in addition to your bug out bag you know your normal cool stuff you know i've been talking about trip wires and things like that there's a lot of fun things you can think to add but you know these are kind of Key things that could really help rebuild the world
2: Right Tailor to yourself
1: Yeah Maybe mm. you put the Bible in there Is that your your own preference? Sure. Is that what you're hinting why, at? Why not? Book of Mormon, whatever you do mm-hmm. The Koran The Koran Right yep. Whatever I've
2: noticed we've gotten, uh, gotten a few uh, ISIS members Trying to join our Facebook group <laughs> lately I don't know what's <laughs> going now, on with I that.
1: usually don't say no But if you're like Do you want to join ISIS on your Facebook page? I'm not gonna let you in the group. I know I'm a jerk. I should be open to everybody and a little more tolerant. Uh huh. But yeah, in the last probably two or three weeks, quite a few ISIS members. Mm-hmm. I think it's your haircut. You know, it just could be. The be- We've You're got sharp.
2: both got the beard. We do have beards, yeah. and everybody's
1: like, "Hey, he's got a big beard. I mm-hmm. think he could be one of us." Yes. Well, we're not members of ISIS, so move along. Yeah, sorry to, to disappoint move you guys. Move along. Um, you guys know we have a uh, sponsored tack Pack.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, they have all kinds of cool shit that you might want to put in your bug out trailer that they send each month
3: mm-hmm.
1: right to your house. Now, what we're always telling everybody is if you use the code BADASS, you're gonna get a free gun cleaning mat with your subscription attack pack. Now, some of our uh, listeners have taken us up on this offer and they subscribe and then the gun cleaning mat didn't come. So after some email exchanges back and forth, TACPAC's pack's like, "Whoa, whoa, friend, it's okay." We're going to give you a choice of some other fantastic items. Mm-hmm. And they hook them up. Now, after it was brought to my attention, I sent an email out to TACPAC. And I'm like, hey, guys, what are we doing here? Am I telling them about the, the gun cleaning mat or, or what's going on? And so far, no response. We'll have to now, get Mayu, back to you next it's week. It's been two it. two days. Mm-hmm. And I know like sometimes I'm in the bathroom when an email comes. I don't get it right away. Yep. You know, that's probably what happened. I'm sure. Okay. So, you know that. but uh, And also, if you guys know any good companies that uh, we should be reaching out to, to maybe be sponsors on the show, or maybe uh, just request some gear for us to test, if you've had good experiences, uh, maybe shoot us an email at preppingbadass at com. That's right. Or uh, you know, mention it in the Facebook group where you're usually pretty thorough there checking things out. Yeah. Um, my phone's retarded and I can't really look at Facebook on Ooh, my phone. You just said the R word. Oh, we're not allowed. Ooh. That's a no-go. That's okay. a no-go. All right. Um, couple new subscribers on Patreon. That's you right. You got to be Big, excited about yeah, that. Yeah,
2: very excited.
1: Um, Seth and and a couple other guys. Mhm. I'm excited. Um, so that's something to look forward to. Um, you guys might want to get in on that. We're going to shoot out some new patches, prepping badass patches to these guys. hmm And they're going to be living the dream. That's what I'm telling you. Um. All right. Anything Ed, else? Ed is one of the other ones. Okay. But But there, there's another one, too, that I'm leaving out. And now I'm the jerk.
2: Well, mention him next time.
1: We'll mention him next time. That's right. right. That's right. So that works. And, uh. What else we got? I think that's it. That's it. With so that, when you're packing your trailer up, just
2: don't be a retard about
1: it. Oh, now the words fair game. <laughs> so with that, stay safe and we'll talk to you guys next week.
2: The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self Defense Radio Network. <laughs>